Hello, Jasper here. Just a note before we begin the Social Review podcast proper. Uh, In this episode, we're going to be talking about coronavirus, because how could we not? But what we're not doing is talking about the very obvious bad stuff which comes with coronavirus and has come with coronavirus. Uh, What instead we're doing is talking about how to keep ourselves happy and healthy uh, in these really dangerous and uncertain times. uh, And while we're going to be living under quarantine for the foreseeable future. Uh, So just do bear that in mind uh, as you listen on the episode and if you are in need of some respite and escapism from everything going on in the world then this podcast should hopefully be for you it's very chill very chatty very fun hopefully so if that's what you're in need of then listen on and hopefully enjoy Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Social Review Podcast. I'm your host Jasper at Jasper underscore CH on Twitter and joining me this week we have got uh, Sean at Sean D. Smith on Twitter. Uh, Morgan. And Pete um, at Peter Whitehead 5 on Twitter. You're all fucking hungry for the clout aren't you? We love a, we love a bit of clout. Look at these clout chasers and I'm uh, Eugenie at Memes TD on the old Twitter machine. Wonderful. So, uh, as everybody will have noticed, the world has shut down because of coronavirus, and we are doing a special quarantined episode of the Social Review podcast because we're all locked inside and we have literally nothing else to do and no reason to not podcast. So, here we are on a Friday night podcasting and posting. Uh, Lines will be joining in a little bit, and you'll hear her come in um, in five or ten minutes or so. Um, But for now, uh, and for the rest of the episode, we're going to be talking about. Uh, adjusting to life in self-isolation in quarantine what we're doing to keep ourselves sane um what you can be doing to keep yourself sane um and all that sort of stuff so uh yeah um pete and morgan do you want to start what have you guys been up to to keep yourself sane in the world of coronavirus quarantine um so i've basically taken to reading which is very novel but um, hey, see, oh, novel? Oh. that was not intended actually it's oh. a rim shot here <laughs> oh, honestly these the, these are the riffs that we get paid the big bucks for um no so i've taken to to just reading but like in in the way that people read when they're like 13 and it's school holidays and you don't have any friends like really hardcore reading so yeah so i've basically just spent um a week solid in the house reading novels so i read i finished uh of suburbia enjoyed that one finished a alternative history of what if the russian revolution had been really successful and we were all space communists enjoyed that um yeah i'm gonna read uh, steal everything you can i'm just gonna i'm just gonna keep reading in a sort of like maniacal manner until my brain is just exists in in other worlds and uh yeah that's, Ooh, that's gonna, my plan. I'm going to do a plug here because we've got lots of uh, lots of book chat going on. We uh, we're soon going to be launching some sort of social review book club, which um, me and other people are currently working on. By we, you mean? I mean, yeah, it's, it is mostly. <laughs> it's just you. It's just look. Do you know what? I try and fucking provide. Like... I'm actually in a different leftist book club. I don't need to be in this leftist book club. What fuck a book? We fucking live together. What the fuck? <laughs> right, well, aside from my absolute fucking snake of a housemate, do I fucking hate now? This is day five. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for next week's episode. I've just eaten Morgan. Um, no, um, yeah. So I, I, amongst other people, mostly just me, are trying to launch a social review book club. So look out for that on Twitter because that'll be that'll be really cool, and it'll be you know hopefully a space where we can 
talk about you know things that aren't aren't the know, end of the bit, world. Yeah, things that aren't bleak because I think that it is quite you know it's it's really good to you know have have little bits of little bits of joy because that that sort of you know, little sort of, bits we can have a little we can have a little joy as as a treat. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like actually the thing that I was going to say, which is I've been been smashing through the books, not at the same voracious rate as Morgan has, and also <laughs> I can't relate to the bit where she's like when you're thirteen and got no friends. I was really cool. I fucked. Um, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't think we should drink this much pudding. We podcast. should drink this much pudding. I was a thirteen-year-old Chad. It's really useful, I think, to like as much as everyone on Twitter is doing this kind of like, oh, you know, have a schedule and this and that, and that that's fine. If that works for you, do that. I've actually found this week, and you know, I definitely will switch to a schedule. But the two things I would say is number one. I found this week really great because a lot of people who listen to this, I imagine, will, you know, be students or have jobs and, like, not, you know, not to do the social review thing of going full Mark Fisher, but, like, fucking, like, life under capitalism, whatever, however you want to phrase it, it takes out of you. Like, it fucking does. Like, it's it, it's difficult. And having a week where... I don't think this is a good take. It's a fucking good take. I think having a week where, like, if we are all fucking having to work from home, like not giving yourself a schedule mm. and t- taking that time. Now, I agree, a lot of people who listen to this aren't going to have that luxury and that's fucking shit. But if you do have that luxury to work from home, don't start setting yourself a schedule. Don't imagine your boss is in your house with you. Like, take some fucking time off. Like, relax mm. and, like, feel grateful for the fact you can do that. Just like, hope your boss can't see your tweets. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like, you know, and, and, and again, you know, that, that doesn't apply to everyone, but for those it does, you know, be fucking grateful, take advantage of it. I found that I've started like thinking about like stuff I'm gonna cook over the weekend. Like I'm gonna make some nice banana bread and like that's gonna be nice. Like if you have any hobby like I've been writing my diary more than I normally like I mean I, I keep a diary but I've definitely been writing longer entries in it. Every write in your diary. Yeah. I've been I've been um like li- li- little little bits of um writing that I've had on my laptop for a while. I've been like, oh, you know, why don't I have a look at them? Like, you know, uh, no doubt I'll be peppering the uh, the editorial inbox with, with some takes. We're going to get so cancelled for being like, social review luxuriates while nation starves. <laughs> I think I might move into the shed, my other thought. Yeah, Morgan's, Morgan's done up our shed, which sounds like a joke, but like, we've got a shed, which is like incredible because like, <laughs> we, <laughs> we li- didn't have a functioning oven. Oh no, we still don't. We, but- we just have a grill, but we do have a shed. We have a grill, but we have a shed, and we fixed the mold, which is uh, honestly so fucking fucking made up made up about fixing the mold. Yeah, hitherto nope. nope, unfathomed like- bits of joy. Well, well, well do you, do you you talked about cooking, Pete? Do you want to talk about cooking for a sec? Because you do you do cook, as some listeners may be aware. Yes. Um, and to my to my knowledge, you you you've had a had a big lovely curry tonight. Is that is that true? I feel like an interviewer. No, Morgan had a lovely curry. Me and my partner and had Morgan some. Had a curry. Me and I my partner had, had a pizza. Our housemate Sam, I think he got a Shake Shack. He did. He did get or a Shake Shack. Yeah. Some, like we we, we decided mm-hmm. it's the last time we're going to be able to order in food for quite some time if we don't want to make any fucking people die. So we're just like, yeah, we'll do it once, and then that that that's yeah. our lot, really. When big big Rishi shut the shut the when big Rishi shuts the stuff, like you know, like we'll you know we, we we're gonna we've been discussing kind of just ways to imagine um, being Rishi Sunak. Just imagine being like, oh fuck, I'm chancellor. This is great. That's, that's three, a separate three weeks before a budget, and then you're just like, this is great. I'm oh, like, 
home and wait, agrees no, wait, 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 wait. my wife's a billionaire that's is his wife a billionaire his wife is the son of one of the richest men really? in india. the wife's the daughter of the one of the richest men in india fucking hell yeah my man's got it made <laughs> like right, you, but no, a, my a, a, a evil thing. man has got it made a separate thing yeah my partner has been quite involved in um in sort of local efforts to get stuff out to um people who are disabled or elderly or other you know i mean a compromise otherwise people people who can't or shouldn't be going out and about and that's yeah that that's been like that's been really good and it's something you know my partner's been involved in i'm going to be involved in next week because she's just much better at the kind of logistics side than i am but she's going to say you know that house needs shopping and i'm going to go and deliver the shopping or whatever it is that wants doing secure the bag secure secure the bag and i think doing stuff like that and you know kind of connecting with your community actually is really nice because one of the one of the negative things and you know not being negative here but is that stuff like this can make you feel quite powerless and i think that um helping out and making a, you know a genuinely meaningful impact like you know even if all you're doing is just calling up old people like you are making their day like it, it that stuff matters what you know that stuff really does make an impact so even i think doing that gives you a real sense of um agency and purpose against everything that's going on and i think that's and we do love a bit of agency agency and purpose yeah and the last thing i will say is on the cooking thing which is something that i really like doing um i do have a cooking insta which i will i will i'm not going to plug because i've been on like hiatus but at some don't 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 no not i am going to plug it at a later date but i'm not i've been on hiatus i've been posting so i want to wait till the content like top quality before right. before i uh before i plug on the social review but this is gonna sound very like whatever but the main thing to make a lot of really good recipes is just like time and a lot of people have more time now um and, it, and if that applies to you great if it doesn't again like nothing but respect but if it does apply to you like my god like stick honestly like get some onions going get some garlic going like stick four tins of tomatoes bit of stock bit of decent quality stock bit of de- you know bit of glass of red wine let that simmer for four hours lads you've got the best pasta sauce you've like you've you've had like i you- will continue to have the diet of a single man in his 30s who works in the video game today. yeah i say this with a lot of love for morgan but like fucking hell it's grim like <laughs> it, it, it it's just bleak like we, we 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 hate to see it but a lot of co- a lot of, you know like uh, take up cooking it's a really and again i think i think it's very similar to what i was saying before there's something quite um something quite nice about being able to provide for like yourself and your um and your housemates with like provide them with some lovely food or just provide yourself with some lovely food and you know the main thing that separates some average recipes from some lovely ones and this is very basic stuff like a very basic tomato sauce like i was saying before is just simmering it for quite a lot of time and hey you know if if you are if you are sort of you know finding yourself a bit more time on your hands definitely get involved with doing that um and actually do you know what as well as the book club i might also see if i can start some sort of social review uh cooking not not a club per se but maybe like some sort of like i think i think as a culture a ready steady yeah as a culture we're gonna be doing a lot of zoom calls so i just feel that like (laughs) some sort of ready steady social review yes that sounds like hell Right, <laughs> week week one handmade I pasta think that was bad because it's UK hang on, hang on, hang on. When I was like week one handmade pasta because that's really fucking easy. I can like you know you you don't need a fancy machine. You just need to fold it and like laminate it, and then you're fine. You just can do it with your knife and you, you make a kind of basic tagliatelle. And then week two slow cook Jasper. Mm-hmm. 
I was going to say on the topic of Ready, Steady, Cook, which I have now pivoted to watching, I would say that it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. Have you actually? Yeah, it's on at four o'clock. It's presented by Rylan now. Um, what? 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 Ainsley Harriet? Cardboard cutout of Ainsley Harriet that's life size. What am I going to do with that now? It's some like reboot, but you know what? On the one hand, a reboot. Yeah, they, this like, is the problem. Reboot. Hollywood, they just keep no, making reboots. No, it's like Rylan is great, and then it's I mean, like I'm, it's not a problem with Rylan. It's a, it's a, it's a respect for the original source material. Yes, he's got a great sense of humor. <laughs> oh, the original source material! Just see what she did there. Look, honestly, this, these, these are the kind of riffs that we should. Uh, Jasper, we all want half the. Me and Morgan want half the podcast rent. Yeah, all right. Sh- sh- hang on hang on a minute hang on a minute sean just said he's got a cardboard cutout of ainsley harriet yes i do i bought it for my brother's christmas present it was the best 33 pounds i've ever spent just to conclude the ready steady cook thoughts before they got a bit anarchic there um i would only say that yeah if you're looking for a little bit of a uh, soothing daytime tv background noise whatever you want um i would actually recommend it it's uh it's very nice it's very like it's very like I don't know. I mean, some of it already feels like the relic of like an ancient civilization now lost, but most of it is just like yeah, it's nice. They did some cooking. It's very pleasant. Would recommend. As someone who's been in need of things that are keeping me nice and nice and calm and nice and relaxed, I would. Uh, I can definitely say I can recommend. On that note, Pete and Morgan have fucked off to drink some more, presumably, and we're now with Lines. Hello, Lines. Hey. Hello. Um, good to be dialing in from the sunny land of Surrey. Oh yes. And what 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 are you doing in 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 quarantine? We've had we've had um, reading copious novels, um, cooking, watching Ready Steady Cook, playing with your Ainsley Harriet cardboard cutouts. Um, <laughs> So I, I mean, nominally, as as my um, the director of my research centre reminded us, as PhD students, we're perfectly capable of working from home, and indeed our deadlines might be moved forward because you know, <laughs> we've got nothing else to do. In his exact words, moved forward. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's thinking we were meant to have a summer project due at the end of summer, but of course, a lot of our training is cancelled now or rescheduled. Mm. So he's like, well, you know, you'll have more time for research. Uh, we shall see, Keith. We shall see. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I've been sort of thinking a little bit about that. Um, I, I have been doing some interesting, uh, I shan't bore listeners of the details, but some cool cryptographic mathematics tinkering and computer programming is quite like, uh, it, it's quite relaxing. You can sort of get into it and then you sort of forget the world and everything. That, that's mm. quite nice. Mm. Um, I've been writing. Uh, I do a lot of fan fiction writing and writing about my characters, that, uh, like collaborative writing with friends of mine. Um characters that we play in real life in, in live action role playing we, we, we do and then run write kind of stuff that we kind of um, write supplemental stuff which is like in, in shared google docs and stuff um, so I've been getting into that um, that's been quite good and again it's just something nice other than to do I've got some plans to maybe run a um, RPG like virtually which I think should be pretty good if I get it off the ground um, I'm umming and ahhing about whether to make the theme of that RPG sort of quarantine lockdown related or whether we oh want God. to do something completely different. Like, I don't know what mood people will be in. Um, You've been I keeping could... busy. Say again? Well, you know, I, I mean, I've been thinking about that one. That's only a, that's only a possible yet. I see, um, I see. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, just to be clear, most of, most of what I've been doing is waking up at, uh, like, midday and being like, oh, for fuck's sake. I think it's, a, I'm, I'm finding, I'm finding time quite weird. So I'm, I'm up the normal number of hours, but I'm, like, living, I'm, like, waking up at, like, 11 and going to bed about 3. Like, my mm. brain has just settled into a different time zone. Uh, it doesn't help that, um, because my house went to a coughing a bit on Sunday, they appear to be, well, everyone is fine in the house now, so I'm aware, but because of that, we're on the, we're in a 14-day window, so I really am not allowed mm. out almost at mm. all. Um, that's fine, I won't dwell on that, uh, you know, everyone is okay, but obviously it means you're, you're, you're you, um, you know, my curtains are, like, not always open, and so sure. your brain is just sort of shifting to slightly different, uh, it's just weird. You really, it's funny how much time is kind of normally regimented by like connections or and stuff you do in the external world, um, mm. and so that that's I'm finding that quite interesting. Um, mm. I'm planning to read a bit, maybe you know, try and get some good books in. Um, should be nice. Uh, yeah. I bought forty. Did you know you can buy a pack of forty-eight cream eggs off Amazon? <gasps> really? You can, and not for not that much money. Uh, and I did how that. Mu- how much money? Uh, I will just look up for you right this second. <laughs> I am not a page that, that is That is good content. I am a for the paid shill for Big Egg. Um, <laughs> uh, box of 48 Cadbury's Cream Eggs will set you back uh, £14.40. Oh, that's a steal. That's now, now I, I should say that to be responsible, uh, I would only buy that if you, as I was, buy it if you're buying it with some other Amazon delivery, ideally for something you need or like collaboratively do it, because sure. obviously we want to not be doing it too much. However, £14.40, box of 48, because so because everyone in the house can't really be around each other close, I decided to buy a box of, so just on our kitchen table, we've got a box of cream eggs, and I was like, this is a free-for-all box of cream eggs. And my house, none of my housemates are from the UK, so they hadn't really encountered cream eggs before, and they were like, oh, wow. yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's been a bit of a revelation for them. Um... So that's, the, that's... that 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 is amazing on on the the time thing you mentioned i i've been finding that as well and and pete and morgan earlier were talking about um scheduling and pete was saying how um uh it's actually quite liberating to have a week where you're not scheduled into anything and obviously tied it into capitalist realism um uh eugenie and sean how have yeah. you guys found time this week has it been folding in on itself has it been um slowed down sped up What's it been like? You know how, like, when you're in an airport, time essentially doesn't exist? Yes. That 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 is basically my state of existence because, I mean, all my uni stuff has been moved online only. Yeah. And because I'm responsible, the only times I've been going out is if I need to go to the shop. Um, so my existence is essentially confined to the four walls of my quite small student flat and my kitchen. Um mm. So I have been living a sort of a weird existence of, as Lyon said, sort of waking up at sort of like midday and going to bed at like three, four in the morning. Mm. Um, but but what have I been doing with my time? I have been doing my degree because my Ugh. parents listen to this podcast sometimes. <laughs> do they really? Um, they 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 do if they do if I'm on it. Oh, okay, um, I see. So they'll listen to this one probably. Then, then I'll like stick it on Facebook and Twitter and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yes, my dad, I have been doing my degree. I, I have been doing my degree. You have, um, okay. Yes, because like there's 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 not really that that much because because it's you know first year of an undergrad, uh, not particularly well regarded university. Um, like there's not right. that that much left to do because we're only two weeks away from Easter when teaching stops anyway. 
Um, yeah. But apart from that, I, I have been doing the, the normal things that you imagine students do with their time. So I have been playing football manager and watching a lot of shitty TV on Netflix. What have you been watching on Netflix? Anything you'd recommend? Uh, I watched Shrek. Oh, really? I watched Shrek for the first time ever last night. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold the phone. Yeah, I know. I've never fucking seen... know. Sean, Sean hasn't seen literally anything. Wait, wait, hang on. That was what? A bombshell. That was a bombshell. Sure, we need, we're going to need to <laughs> let's let's spin this back as as the Zoom callers are now saying. Um, so, wait, so you never seen Shrek before last night? I had never watched all of Shrek in one go. I had seen bits okay. of Shrek and had a rough idea of what happened. Okay. The same with the Lion King up until last year when I finally sat down and watched all of the Lion King. God. I know what happens. I have seen various clips of it. I had never watched it all in one go. And you've never seen any of the Shrek sequels? Uh, no, I've seen the Shrek sequels because like, when what? I was in like... Look, but so... how did you understand the plot without... This <laughs> <laughs> is bizarre! <laughs> I know what happens in Shrek. I had just okay. never actually seen the film. So You so, read the TV so you... Tropes article and so you could bluff it but you hadn't actually seen it. Yes. <laughs> Like, in when the Shrek sequels came out and I was, you know, like, in primary school. Yeah. So at the end of term was just like, let's watch a DVD. And yeah, like, yeah. inevitably someone would bring in Shrek because you can only watch things that were, like, U-rated, which basically led to it being Shrek and the Star Wars trilogy. Hmm. And, Wait, the Star Wars... Oh, and, no, it is, it is, yeah. And um, Ho- Hoodwinked, which... Oh, God. You, I That's feel dark. Like Every sort of primary school child in Britain has watched at least once on, like, a snow day or something. Mm, mm. Like, I've watched it so many times and couldn't tell you what happens beyond, like, it's a piss take of did, Red Riding Hood. Did you know that there's a Hoodwinked sequel that came out in about 2011 or 2012? No, I did not. I'm well, going now to you have do. to... Watch it. I'm going to have to... It's on my list. So other other things <laughs> on my list of, of things to watch uh-huh. are um, the new series of F1 Drive to Survive. Um, the... there A, a uh, Netflix original called Quicksand. Uh-huh. Um, and then there is also a, a film which we watched in PSHE when I must have been like 13, 14. It's like a... a from like a video that people people get sent called Fit, which is available on YouTube, and it is uh, delivers a very very important message because it's all about you know acceptance of LGBT teenagers in school okay. going to like nice, a homophobic environment. It, it like like the, the 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 plot is not funny, but it's so badly acted and put <laughs> together that like it is an objectively bad piece of cinema, and that is quite funny. Amazing. Um, well, that was such a chaotic list. Um, <laughs> Eugenie, how has time been for you this week? Um, it's been weird, I have to say. Um, so I work at a school which closed early, and uh, I haven't really had any communication since then. So it's mm. been a bit odd. Um, I've been... I have to say, I think I've been in kind of a state of paralysis a little bit, um, trying to push myself out of that, hence watching <laughs> Ready, Steady, Cook, um, which is good. It's it's soup for the soul. Ready, Steady, Cook. And uh, yeah, just trying to like um, think about 
long term what's happening and um well not and try and also not think about that too much um and yeah just being trying to do some reading I'm one of the many people reading uh the mirror and the light uh <laughs> yeah the new Hilary Mantel book about my man Thomas Cromwell uh my favorite author writing about my favorite mm. person it does indeed slap um hopefully we will be having a book club episode about that because i have a strong <laughs> feeling that lots of people are probably slogging their way through it Absolutely. as it was probably the last major release before everything went a bit haywire so um yeah and i'd love to talk about that and if mm. anyone has any thoughts please <laughs> i was gonna say don't spoil me but i'm literally a scholar of the early modern period like there are no discernible spoilers for me in that book but I, I haven't finished it yet, so I would quite like to finish it and then <laughs> maybe start up a big chat about it online. Uh, I'd love to hear what other people think about it. This is the last book in the series? Yes, yeah. So, so, we... so, so it, I could, yes, I mean, in that case, it's probably ends in the obvious place. Indeed. Right. Um, yeah, so, uh, and I might, um, I might reread the whole trilogy actually as well, just because why not? Um, Wolf is probably my favorite book ever so um i you know there are bits of it i can just like pretty much just like i've read it so many times i could just like stop saying it so um so yeah that would be a yeah i'm it's nice to and I'm, I'm taking my time with it as well which i would thoroughly recommend everyone else to do as well you know i'm not feeling a rush to to crash for at any length and I've got some other books I want to read as well um the Radetzky March one of those books I never got around to reading Joseph Roth um uh the silence of the girls Pat Barker um the huge Thomas Cromwell biography by Dermot McCulloch so maybe if we do a wolf hall thing I might fold in like a bonus episode on a a nice meaty tome on uh, it's like I'm staring at the hardback right now it's absolutely massive and maybe, just to indulge the internet's worst instincts, we should all just reread the Harry Potter books. <laughs> oh, God. No! No, you've, you've, you've touched that. I, I, that oh, 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 goodness. <laughs> I'm not sure we're ready for that. Um, Give I, I was, months, I was guys, actually just going to say, your, your description of the book was slightly fetishised. You were like, it, I'm staring at it. It's absolutely massive. <laughs> the hardback, you know, you said something else as well that I can't. It's not Ooh, coming to mind. I can, I can get, I can get all three for twenty five forty nine. On sorry, I literally, I'm just a shill for big Amazon. Amazon, not only can you get forty eight, um, <laughs> you can also get the entire um, Hilary Mantel <laughs> trilogy. Um, yeah. So well, wait, can, I, can I, I would can also I have... just very briefly, I would yeah. also recommend her book on the French Revolution, which is called A Place mm. of Greater Safety, which is. I believe 900 pages long of my last recollection. Um, it's the first book she ever wrote, but it was published um, uh, much later into, into her career. Um, it's really good. Uh, was it, was it sort of one of those she published Wolf Hall? Everyone was like, this is just incredibly shit hot. Have you written anything <laughs> else? And she was like, well, as it happens. Well, not quite, because she actually had a quite a long and distinguished career as a novelist before like right. becoming like the but- person she is now. But um, I think she wrote she wrote a place of greater safety in the early 80s i believe and then Um, when it came mm, maybe it was even earlier basically um um, she was was raised in hadfield oh my god 
that's where my that's where my, that's where my family live. She was born oh, in Glasgow. Oh, cool. Yeah. She's a cool lady. I'd really recommend her Reef Lectures as well, which I'm sure the BBC have easily accessible. Um, it's three. I, I, I like podcast. how uh, speaking to the people, the social review is today. Uh, <laughs> I love Hilary Mantel. No, I, I really lot, like so, it. Um, um, uh, do you watch, what was your for. opinions on the BBC adaption they did of Warfall? Um, so I'm like a controversial Little Miss Muffet over here who says that... Um, Actually, the stage play was better. But, sure, um, but I, I haven't seen that, so I can't. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're good. Um, I, I really like Thomas Rylance in it. Uh, it um, was distracting yeah. because I have a friend who looks exactly like Thomas Rylance, and especially he, he does reenactment, so he, he like wears clothes a lot that are like, very similar to what Thomas Rylance wears, and that's the extent that sometimes like we've played games of, like, is this Tim or is this Tom? <laughs> um, well, Mark, uh, I think it's Mark Rylance, but... Um, Mark, so yeah. Um, my beef with Mark Rylance is that he doesn't think that Shakespeare wrote his own plays. He thinks the Earl of Oxford wrote them, which oh, right. is like blasphemy oh. in uh, in the Cassida Cassida me. So um, regrettably, he's a uh, <laughs> he's cancelled persona. He is he is indeed cancelled. Um, cancelled. He is indeed. He's a kind of Ken Loach adjacent. Ah, I see. Right. Um, well. Sorry to, sorry to. No, it's okay. I mean, like my friend is neither of those things. <laughs> in the Islands, so there is a there is a better equivalent, is what I've learned. Uh, but, you know, but he's there the is... BFG. <laughs> he is the BFG. God, I but... never watched that film. Did you not? Oh, it's it's like I mean, fine. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest, Jasper. I hate to break it to you, but Roald Dahl. Yeah, I mean, that is definitely a word that you could use, Sean. Yes, yeah. I think anti Semitic is the one most people Yeah, that would, I, I, I would use, like, and not, 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 in, not in a background way where it's sort of, you know, it's subtle, but it's definitely there, but just, he would just say things that were just he horrendous. He was. He certainly um, didn't hide it, did he? It, it's it's funny actually because uh, I, I I did enjoy Roald Dahl a lot when I was growing up, as mm. I'm sure many people did, and then you did it, even when I was a young adult. I enjoyed some of his short stories, but actually, once you know these things about him, I think you can see some of these themes in his actual writing, which is very mm. depressing. Um, so we're not trying examples? to. We're not. Um, so I don't know. I just sort of think like I I, I think you can definitely see the witches as essentially like a massive anti-Semitic stereotype. Like, Interesting. Uh, there's, there's, there's something there that, like, I, I, I used to really like The Witches, and I, I just mm. can't read it again now. I'm, I, I'm not, not sure about it at all. I just think there's something that's very suspicious. Um, mm. But we're not dwelling on depressing things. We're de- that's true. We're dwelling right, on true. Um, how to stay positive in quarantine. How to be um, happy. How, how to, to be, be happy. happy with the social How to be happy in the, in the age of coronavirus, as every <laughs> column needs to say now. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Times of corona. Well, well, actually, that, that, so so we can tie all this into a sort of like broader point. So we've been talking about the stuff that we've been reading and watching and so forth. Um, and some of it's like much older stuff and some of it's um, new stuff. Um, maybe, maybe you guys haven't thought about this at all, really. But over the length of time which we are going to be quarantined and self-isolating um either uh social willingly but social distancing yes um are we displaying preferences or do we think we'll display a preference for reconsuming the things which are comforting which we know are going to make us happy uh like for the rest of us shrek for example i actually watched shrek 2 last night with um 
my flatmate before she's oh, gone off today right. and right. some friends who've already gone yeah um or are we going to be wanting wanting to discover the new things which we've never had a chance to do because i feel like that's ultimately going to be very definitive over how people use this time and that's sort of what a bit yeah, what pete was I, talking about earlier so yeah what do you oh, think, i wasn't there think? for that but i think that's a really so, yes yes question um so, uh, so i think there's another axis which is do those people want to watch stuff which is new but doesn't have any themes that are resonant to today versus mm. explore stuff so an example for instance um i have a broader point as well but i i discovered the show kingdom on netflix yesterday have, yep, any, have yep. anyone else seen it no not me oh i've heard of it but i've never watched it which is uh, a classic me answer about a tv sure, program yeah, i assume no, sean hasn't same. seen it because he's seen nothing but no i have not seen it <laughs> Right. So, so the premise is, <laughs> it um, it's a zombie outbreak thing, except it's set in medieval Korea. Uh, so, I don't, I'm not sure if medi- medieval is probably not the right word, but like at the kind of time when it was kind of a mon- you know feudal monarchy and all this kind of stuff. Um, just after I think there'd been a series of wars with I think Japan and the country's recovering, but then there is essentially what is kind of like a zombie outbreak uh, due to a medical treatment gone wrong but all in a very genre-specific style. Uh, I think it was originally a Korean thing, and it's been dubbed all the subtitles. Um, and it's just quite refreshing. It's not a period and place of the world I knew most much about. So, then, like, I actually, I feel like, although I recognise it in, the, in that time and in that place in Korea, there probably weren't actually zombies. Uh, I'm learning mm. something, you know, I, I realise I just don't know them. It's just not a, a history in a country I know loads about. So that's quite cool. Mm. Um but also, it's just good. it seems like it's a good drama. It's well paced. There's quite good characters. The costume design is really lovely. So clearly, um, the society they're portraying is one where like people have particular kind of social roles and classes, and you can very much see that in just how people dress really clearly. So like you know, obviously, if I was watching something which was like Arthurian knights or something, or which I guess would be a kind of the equivalent sort of setting we might do it in if we were making something in the west um i'm sure someone's done like an arthurian knights of zombies thing you know i could recognize um what would what was posh and what was not um but like you know even for me who doesn't know much you know it's the, the the kind of the clothing styles are completely different they're not ones i'm familiar with but still this feels really clear and people are really kind of clearly coded i can be like oh that's a guard um but and he's mm. actually a guard for these people and this this that person's a scholar and so i found that really good uh, it's just really strong really beautiful costume design um so, so this is an example of a new thing i've discovered but it's something that um that it oh, clearly feels, you know, there's a bit of a pandemic situation going on there, right? And there's mm. themes of disease containment and, and people make mistakes that lead to massive super spreading events and this kind of stuff and stuff that we're thinking about at the moment. Clearly, some people might not want to think about it at all. So, you know, I know The Last of Us 2 is coming out later this year. Some people will be very much into that. Some people won't want to watch it at all. I think there's something else which I want to say before I give other people a chance to speak, which is I remember... A much more small thing, of course, but during the writers' strike of 2004 in Hollywood. 2004? Uh, I think so. 2008, 2008. Was it 2008? I remember. It was 2008. 2008. The writers' strike yeah. of 2008. So it affected Lost. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, a lot of shows that we would watch are going to be postponed. Or, you know, so Line of Duty has had its filming kind of put back, so I, yeah. which is obviously very deeply distracting to me. Um, as we've regrettably discovered, uh, a lot of celebrities are sitting indoors with nothing to do except like look into cameras. Mm. Um, and I, I'm just yeah, people. quite, 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 quite. <laughs> That's enough of that. But yeah. I, I think I mean, if you think that that was the context in which Doctor Horrible got made, 
which yes, is, which is not the greatest piece of art in the world, but I really I quite I quite like it. It's a kind of a Joss short Joss Joss Whedon musical where he kind of got some people together on a shoestring budget budget milk that. I, I suspect actually there's going to be some interesting art that gets produced maybe by kind of big names, but also by small names. Yeah, like, like it, it's a there's going to be a, a, a lot of people who once things are kind of properly locked down, kind of especially because a lot of creative people will probably find themselves needing to kind of raise money, but somehow they can still and, and keep stuff going, especially if they're American, where there's, there's really not going to be much support, although I don't think there's going to be much support for kind of freelance creatives in the UK either. Um, but I, I think we're going to reach a point when people do end up making different and interesting art than they would have done anyway, just because of the constraints of under. And I am quite... I'm not excited, because I think that that does kind of lighten... You know, I don't want this horrible situation to be happening. But I am interested, I think, to see see what gets produced as a result. So so I, th- I think I am going to inevitably end up doing the thing that a lot of people say that they will do, which is they're going to use this time to learn so many new things, watch so many new things, do so many things they hadn't got around to doing, and in the end just not do that mm. and go on Netflix and re-watch Doctor Who or The Office because I know those things, I like those mm. things, I find those things comforting. Yeah, I can see myself, like, I think it's going to be a kind of a mixture of the two, isn't it? It's like, there'll be some new books and some TV series and things like that, but, you know, as all the incessant wolf hall chat <laughs> earlier kind of suggested that really, um, I think if your desire is to go back to things that make you feel happy and secure and remind you of other things it's like that's fine and like don't feel the pressure to like you know learn a new language and like set yourself all these like kind of these like quite big tasks to be honest and like yeah some people might do that and I've been I've been trying to practice like my German a bit more for instance Mm. but I think if you're if things you know you've just got to take it at your own speed and not hold yourself up to like some crazy work schedule and stuff like this is not you know don't let the f- people that fetishize productivity um uh make you feel like you're not you know doing it right quote unquote as if there's a correct way to do this i mean no one has mm. any idea what they're doing mm. it's okay <laughs> listeners it's okay <laughs> This is uh, vital. Things can only get better. It is okay. Yeah, we should do a version of the Imagine video, but it's us singing things. I think think if Melt Twitter does the things you can only get better sing along, then A, that will be the worst thing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. I don't know if anything can be better than Imagine. yeah, but, yeah. but B, I'm not convinced we shouldn't do it anyway. Slash, we will decide we're going to do it by, like, day 21 of quarantine. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's a severe risk. And, we'll and convince ourselves we, we it's a need, good idea. We need clear emergency planning protocols in place to stop a disaster of that magnitude occurring. Yeah. It would just be a, in case of things will only get better event, open this envelope. Just yeah, exactly. Don't do it in, like, massive letters. Like yeah, that is a good reminder. <laughs> I, I reckon some labour and just, just make 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 an app that's like every hour or so. Oh, well, something weird happened yesterday, which is that I got a notification of on my phone mm, at like two thirty p.m. to reminder go sit in jar, and I was like, I don't remember making this. 
Right. I don't know what this means. It says I added this. So I, I still don't know what it means. Oh, so, I um, so no, well, it's an ongoing no, no. mystery. <laughs> no, it's an ongoing mystery. <laughs> There's no, uh, uh, I Tune still in don't next know week what to find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, but my stars. point is that we, we, could, we could have a consistent reminder on our phones just to do not accidentally make... Uh, Cringe. Don't do not post cringe. Post cringe. Yeah. Do not post cringe. Do not post malarkey. No malarkey allowed. Post I got two rules. days before I made a TikTok, and in yeah. Oh. Um. Do you want to plug your um, TikTok, Sean? I I yes. Um. I can't guarantee that I'll continue to make more. It's, that um, was a very but, but resigned it's, it's yes. Sean D Smith one. Um. So the sales model is handled, and then the number one after. Go, 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 I listeners. did tweet out the only TikTok I've made, um, and I think I said it on TikTok to like friends only, but you know, follow me on TikTok. I might make more Eurovision choreography based videos. Now, now, TikTok is one of these things young people use, right? It's like. It's like <laughs> It's no, like Vine, Vine. Vine is dead. Vine, Vine is yes. basically is kind of like millennial TikTok. No, I know, I know, I know. Vine's dead, and we all are very sad about this. But I, I understand mm. TikTok is like Vine, but the CCP gets to like. Yeah, that read is it the all. downside of TikTok is that the the Communist Party of China um, can can see me recreate the choreography of Iceland's wait. Eurovision entry. Wait, wait, is this like, is this a no, bit? No, no, no. Like TikTok is like. Oh no! Yeah, TikTok. TikTok is owned yeah. by uh, there's, a Beijing. There's this whole company. thing about they were deleting uh, okay. like accounts that raised awareness of like the concentration camp that they were sticking was that China was sticking Muslims in. Ah. Uh, so you know, cool. eth- we we cool. are eth- ethical cool. ethical con- consumptions, but there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Yes. Well, on this comment, or state I- communism. <laughs> I wanted to read out a tweet that has been echoing through my brain about, indeed, this very topic. Uh, not what, TikTok? CCP, CCCP ownership of TikTok, but just TikTok in general. It was from Dolly Alderton who said, Millennials must not join TikTok. I feel very strongly about this. Very boomers joining Instagram. Very ungroovy. We must pass the baton on with grace and composure. <laughs> so, so in terms of I don't know I've, why, but every time I think about this tweet, I like start to laugh hysterically. So. I, I never, I never got into Instagram. For me, Instagram is something that young people do as well. Mm. Um, so, and then I, I, that's, yeah. that's that's frightening to me that like now Instagram <laughs> is considered like old hat compared to people who are into TikTok. I love boomer. It's just kind of. Yeah, it? it's kind of like just just old people uploading pictures of their gardens with no caption, and I think there's there's, yeah, there's something with no caption. I, yeah, I, I that's find the it marker, quite heartwarming, it? to be honest, because it's because it's that's how that's it, how you, I you use kind, Instagram. I kind of like like my grand my grandparents are. You're a are, boomer. <laughs> I'm 28, okay, Jasper. Um, are are technophobic, <laughs> but like I not like like. My parents aren't quite boomers, but kind of people who are like a bit older than them. I just yeah. kind of think that, oh, you know, you've no idea what you're doing, but, but, but your mum you is a late MP. You're trying. That's another great niche subsection of Instagram is MP Instagram, which is again quite similar to Boomer Instagram. Right. Well, you, and, and you, you, you have the the, the right, insight well, yeah, into the uh, the there, intersection. There are some MPs who've clearly got their staffer that does their Twitter doing it. Who is like a, a young person who knows what they're doing 
And then there are some who are basically just boomer Instagram accounts that happen to be MPs. It's fantastic. You should follow your MP on Instagram. I think um, uh, sort of related to that that tweet which um, uh, Eugenie read out, um, something which... <laughs> Obviously, I'm bringing him up. Something which Mark Fisher wrote about in, um, I think, a parody of, of your bell. Yeah, I think, I think, Ghosts of His Life, or maybe Capitalist Realism. To be clear, I haven't actually read either book in full. There are other Mark Fisher scholars. Increasingly, apparently, in social of... review. There are other uh, Joe, Joe, and Peter are much, are much more, um, are much better Mark Fisher um, scholars than I am. I just used these quotes for an essay I was writing. Um, Mark Fisher talked about how late stage neoliberal capitalism. Um, has has resulted in 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 cultural time folding in in itself folding in on itself, um, and how all of culture from all across human history happens simultaneously in the modern world because of the advent of digital communication technology, and you can simultaneously be watching Doctor Who in one tab and looking at the Mona Lisa in another, or watching Kingdom and learning about um ancient empires and so forth um uh, and 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 something which i mean inevitably this entire period of of history the, the coronavirus quarantines is going to result in mass um mass social thinking and academic study um and i i part of my degree is anthropology so i'm always sort of um conscious of this but i think something which is interesting is how these sort of generational divides are slowly going to be broken down as we're all quarantined to the same space, our homes, um, and all forced to undergo the exact same existence with very little variability of we all must stay indoors. And there is going to, I suppose there will be variability with regards to what people do indoors, but with regards to those digital platforms, for example, um, I think it's relatively probable that you'll end up with perhaps huge perhaps incongruous cross sections of people using um using these apps i mean maybe 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 we'll get boomers on tiktok who knows maybe that's for day day eight <laughs> of the quarantine we'll see um to wrap up what is the one thing that you would want to do with all this time at home we now have okay um, i'll go first I-, I would like to i'm learning a language at the moment um and i would like to uh, really do better at learning that and and kind of accelerate my studies what, um, what's the language i'm learning hebrew oh lovely which obviously has the uh i'm learning the the um the alphabet and the uh, nikud the vowel signs as well uh so there's a lot to learn starting from the ground up excellent uh, yeah, I am also learning a language. I'm learning Swedish. Um, I'd, I'd like to get better at that because language is not my strong point. Although when I went to Sweden, I did manage to cope, partially because everyone there speaks English better than better than I do. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, that and I'd like to get really really good at football manager. Big. I've 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 already I've already not not to not to not to brag but but I've already you know won the Champions League with the mighty Bristol Rovers, but thank you. Congratulations. Um, but yeah, like I I have sort of resigned myself to the fact that I'll be playing a lot of Football Manager. I said like it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I love Football Manager, um, but yeah, like I'd like to get very very good at that. But Football Manager is 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 um you you pretend to be a football team manager yes that that is the premise of football manager it uh, is yes it is the ron seal of video games not to put my partner on blast here but um bless his soul 
um he is into not only football manager but pro cycling manager <laughs> where you manage a cycling team and um uh i wish him all the best and i have no idea if he'll listen to this episode because he is his engagement with my podcasting uh is a little bit touch and go but um if you're listening um i really hope your team's doing well babe <laughs> christ wholesome posting on the chat on main <laughs> i think i i would like to keep i think i'm gonna try as long as i'm hale and hearty to keep try doing um kind of a, a period of time practicing german every day um really let that slip and i think if there was ever an opportunity to regain some hours now now's the time and uh if i can't hold myself to such high expectations i think it would just be to be kind to myself i can get through the end of this and feel like i looked after myself as best as i could and the people that i love god this is very very um <laughs> this is a bit damp i do apologize but i think maybe what i can say and you know at the moment of what i've been struggling with is 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 the kind of holding i don't want to delve into it because we were trying not to delve too much into the darker stuff but holding myself up to these expectations and being riddled with all these worries and things like that and whatever uh, everyone feels this way it's not just me i'm fully aware of that but i think if i feel like i can push past this or at least try and try my best get outside go for some walks get some fresh air at the very least um stick my head out the window you know anything um get some distance i will be i will be happy and be resolute in that and you know learning german is just the kind of a the cherry on the cake there And another episode of the Social Review Podcast comes to an end. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really hope you took something away from it, uh, whether it's going to be watching any of the films, books, TV shows, uh, doing any of the activities that were mentioned, um, or whether it just helped calm general anxieties about the state of the world at the moment. We're going to be putting out more podcasts related to coronavirus and the unfolding political implications over the next couple of weeks. So do listen out. Content will not stop coming um, just because we're self-isolating. Um, if you like the sound of some of the projects mentioned, like the book club, for example, or even the cooking club, if Pete gets around to doing it, um, then let us know. Uh, we would love to expand our plans for those and and figure out how to do it properly. Uh, and if you're also looking for something else which could be interesting, then Joe, uh, the social review editor-in-chief, has got a project up and running uh, where you re- watch the simpsons every week and who doesn't love the simpsons well at least the first 10 seasons or eight depending on who you ask joe set up a subreddit r slash simpsons episode club uh, which you can join if you're a reddit user or make a reddit account it's relatively easy um joe's going to pick an episode and every wednesday evening at 7 p.m uh, everyone watches it together and discusses it in the subreddit or does a video chat about it depending on how many people are participating um so yeah if that is the kind of thing you'd be interested in go subscribe to that subreddit r slash simpsons episode club uh, and that should be tremendously fun otherwise thanks so much again for listening please stay safe wash your hands stay indoors and all that and you'll hear us again very soon bye bye hello and welcome to this week's episode of the social review podcast i'm your host jasper at jasper undercut let's do that again Whee!
Norbert! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Right. Three, two, one.